Bill Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, the podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Give me that key to the city. Give me my seven times key to the city. Shall we dance? I'm ready to memorize. Today we are talking about the Lawrence Arms, O Calcutta which is one of my favorite albums of uh-huh. music. Uh, what'd you think of it? I liked it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but the th- I, I did have one, I don't, I don't want to say problem, but one challenge I had with this album is that there's a lot of little tiny songs. Uh-huh. And, and that's a problem for you. No, I like it. I like it. I like to see... It tricks you because there's a lot of songs, and at first it's like, oh no, how could you do this to your own coast? Mm-hmm. But then I see that they're all two minutes. The yeah. one challenge is I have a really hard time differentiating which song is which for the most part. Okay. So I feel like this might be an episode where I'm like, what's the one where uh, the chorus goes like this? And then and I'll sing like it for the you, fr- because this is one of my albums that I know this is your business up front party in the back yeah you could say that where i hear one lyric and then i'm activated for the rest of the song Uh uh-huh um we mentioned that this uh it's it's completely unrelated uh punknews.org okay music website ranked this recently their number one album of the years 2000 to 2009 so i mean yeah i can't really remember too many other albums from that decade but specifically for punk shit it's not like oh for fucking radiohead black eyed peas yeah don't get mad at me um but yeah this is uh, the time this i think we mentioned this on one of our other shows or like behind the scenes but it fell into the funny like fake genre name of org core yeah which is basically like whatever people on punk news liked and it's usually (laughs) a guy I'm like half halfway me of a guy in like a beard and a flannel drinking a beer, like a PBR or something. Yeah. And he says, yeah, I like that. So it's like, this is orgcore, the Gaslight Anthem against me. But then shit like World Inferno also is. So. I mean, I honestly, I wish that I had found that when I was, when mm-hmm. I was like 15 and I decided to become into music, I decided mm-hmm. to, to try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just went to like rateyourmusic.com. Have you ever been on that? I, I'm familiar. That's a whole nother, like, shitty teenager review website. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's albums, except for their first one, are bad. That's uh-huh. just sort of an overall rule. And mm-hmm. the way that I just found music was I just went to the top albums of all time rated by these, like, website 15-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then I listened to OK Computer and fucking, like, King Crimson. And I was like, no thanks. I guess I don't like music. Uh-huh. I, I feel like, so, I I would call this pop punk. But I feel like there's, so there's the genre split. There's like right. punk, there's punk news pop punk. And then there was absolute punk pop punk, which was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, more brand new is canceled, but more yeah. like that early stuff. And like fucking, I'm being an asshole, but like some 41. Like yeah, that Blink style. 182 shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you were the real brain genius and you went to Pitchfork and now you like yeah. Mary Weller, Mary Weather Post Pavilion or whatever. Yeah. Remember when they posted the video of the monkey doing pee-pee? For Jet, are you going to be my girl or whatever? That's so funny. <laughs> that is really funny, if I'm being totally Best honest. review of that decade, probably. Mm-hmm. But they I, did give My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy a 10 out of 10, so... Yeah. Can't gonna, say if it's good or bad. Probably going to have to do that one. That has to be, like, a milestone episode. Yeah. Like, that's, like, episode 50 or 100 or something. Yeah, that sounds good. For those, we can do ones that we both like and just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> as as opposed to giving the other one, a, a, like, a test to pass. Yeah. I will say, you're going to have an easy couple of weeks. Ah, no, well, we don't know what, what the patrons are going to give us. Well, yeah, you're going to have an easy exactly two weeks, and then we'll see. Okay. Um, um, I, I, will, I was listening to this, and, like, in my brain, before I heard Lawrence Arms, I told you this off the air, but I confused... Like them, the Gaslight Anthem, and like a couple mm-hmm. others into just, they're all the same band. Mm-hmm. Probably like Brand New was probably in there too. It's probably basically every like band poster I have in my room. Yeah. That you saw. 
and just kind of yeah, everyone that doesn't have a big video game giant on it. I'm like, this is all one band. Yeah, this is the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I did a little bit of baby research on the Lawrence Arms and uh-huh. they seem to have a lot more punk cred than, yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll they, get to it. They are very respected in the yeah. punk community. Because usually, usually the way that I differentiate, the scientific way that I differentiate punk uh, punk and pop punk is if mm-hmm. I can understand the lyrics, it's pop punk. Mm-hmm. And if they're just sort of like grumbling into a microphone or screaming at me, it's punk. Mm-hmm. And this one I could mostly, you know, when they said count all, all your fingers tonight or whatever, I, I uh-huh. understood that. Um shit was they're especially punk because their first two albums are fucking garbage and sound like shit oh great um but also recently i think they just finished a tour with bad religion like they were opening for bad religion (laughs) and before every show whoever runs the lawrence arms twitter probably brendan the guy things like this he would go on just because of his whole brand he would go on twitter and be like hey we're playing uh milwaukee tonight like, if you can't afford a ticket or you're having trouble getting in, like, message us and we'll see if we can get you on the guest list. No cops, no politicians, no troops. <laughs> so. They're a good band, I think. They're, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the opposite of what the Family Force 5 tweets said. Yeah, only troops. Only <laughs> cops and troops. Um, okay, let's let's get started with this one. Yeah. Uh, first track on here. The Devil's Taking Names. Starts with kind of a silly voice and keeps it going the whole time. That's kind of how... So there's two singers in this band. Brendan is the guy who sounds like that. And then Chris, I think. Who's the, the who's the one that sounds like Front Bottoms? The, the other guy. Okay, there's two... I know there's three people in the band, but there's two singing It's, it's, a, it's a three-piece. There's two singers. And yeah. one is Brendan, who's the guy who sounds funny, and the other guy sounds like Front Bottoms. And yeah, I wasn't... Most, a- I wasn't expecting sort of a Migo situation here. I thought yeah. there would only be one singer. But they switch uh, them. They switch them. You, how past, like, releases, and basically everything after th- this album have been like this, is that there used to be, like, Brendan songs, and then I'm going to get mad if I... I think the drummer's Chris. <laughs> okay. Let me look up who's who. Every drummer is named Chris. Every drummer is named Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's Chris, and then Neil is the drummer. Okay. Okay. So there would be like Brendan songs and then Chris songs. Yeah. And, and all then Trey the, songs. And Trey songs is also there in the studio. <laughs> and Brendan songs are like, I look like shit and I feel like shit. Like that's all his. Oh, uh, cool. And then Chris is like, the skies are wonderful. Like that's all his shit. But here we get both of them on most of the songs. Like they go back and forth. Right. So it's, it's kind of fun. Um, and I, I have to admit, I am more of a Brendan guy because mm-hmm. I think his silly voice sounds cool. I usually do famously like bad voices, so I I didn't have any problems with any of their silly voices this week. Um, I feel like this is a good, this, hey, good opener lets you know what you're going to get yeah. for the rest of the album. I do, like, so we're getting ahead of ourselves, but I, a lot, like I said earlier, like I had a kind of a hard time, like, it was one of the albums that tricks you by not telling you when, when one song was ending and the other song was starting sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, it turns out that my favorite song on the album is the one at the very end that sounds completely different. The cowboy song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess it is the cowboy song. Uh-huh. And it's funny, for the Spotify, they made it into, a, like, its own separate song, but it used to be, like, a hidden track on right. the last song. or Like, you'd wait a minute and then it would start. Mm-hmm. Um... For this one, I really do like that the chorus is just, I've never tried that, but I know I don't like it. Yeah. I was trying <laughs> maybe to... maybe I do. I was doing the famous music analysis thing where I was trying to figure out if the song is about one of two topics, drugs or, or fuck, mm-hmm. and I couldn't crack this one. I think most of them are just about being, like, lonely or being left out. That's true. But, but be, be, not because of, like, nobody likes me. It's like, oh shit, like I got myself oh, here. Oh fuck, everybody's hanging out at Warp Tour and I can't get in for some reason. I can't get in. I got banned from Warp Tour <laughs> for criticizing Warp Tour. And hey, I'm going to do this summer. Lawrence Arms are still touring and Warp Tour is dead. It's so. canceled, so who went out? Winner? Who went out in the end? Owned yeah. Keith or whoever did did Warp Tour. Uh-huh. This Kevin or that one. Mm-hmm. It all stays the same, you know. <laughs> That's true. Um, 
anyway, this this song is about uh, <laughs> being sad and and being left out, but because of your own doing. Like you just decide, oh, I don't want to go out, but then you see everyone having fun. And yeah, you're like, damn, I wish that was me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, at least. Yeah, that, that that tracks. Um, good opener. I like it. I mean, all these songs are like the longest song on here is like three minutes long. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, let's see. What do we got Cut next? it up, cut it up. Cut it up, cut it up to the Vegas way. That's um, gotta be about the drug cocaine, right? I mean, that's probably a, a little bit. I would assume it's about, uh, you know, he says cut it up a lot. And then there's a whole, like, ending verse about when the ship sinks and the crew drowns. So. Right. Yeah, and at again, the beginning, they say, so you're fading kind of fast, like the red brake lights rushing past. That's like the famous scene in Pulp Fiction. Okay. Where Uma Thurman has just taken the drug cocaine, and then they're in a car. Mm-hmm. And she's very sick, and she needs to get um the thing. The thing, the big needle. The big needle. Comedy. Which is the symbol of revenge. Uh, yes, <laughs> fuck you um again like you said the the lines like and in my head i hear like i can't (laughs) i listened to this album so many times yeah 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 i'm really i like i couldn't tell you much of what the the musician parts of this album are doing Mm -hmm. but i can tell you a lot about them saying fading kind of fast. I can like, like that imprints on my mind immediately. Uh huh. Um, a funny, I don't know how, think it happens that much on this album, but if you look up the Lawrence arms, they're like Wikipedia, like press description is like the Lawrence arms are known for, uh, putting together both high and low culture. For example, in the, like there's a song on The Greatest Story Ever Told, which is the A Feast for Crows of Lawrence Arms albums, and it's mm-hmm. actually the best one, um, <laughs> that it's a song, like half of the album is inspired by The Master and Margarita, which is like a Russian, like weird this novel about the devil coming to Russia, and then this guy's writing a book about Jesus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... That's, yeah, that sounds about right. But then on the same song... Um, Brendan Kelly says shit like Povichian voyeurs, like hearing my cries, like Maury Povich or something. <laughs> that is so, high and low culture. Exactly. They do it a lot. None of this one, but it's just a little fun. I, I think this might be the first, uh, this album has the first literary reference that was a, in, a, in a pick that wasn't mine that I actually understood. So, um, mm-hmm. I know which one it is, but we'll wait till Yeah, good album. Pretty good, good album. album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, dude, Brick is gonna like that one. Yeah. Um, Fuck a feast for crows. This is the best album. This, is, this is it. Um, yeah, a lot of these songs, like this one, is just about like, oh, things are bad, but <laughs> they're all fucking like circle pit, run through a wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it'll trick you. It'll start slow and then it'll turn into that. Yeah, that's I noticed pretty quickly. That's the two ways that they do it because I kept thinking. Ah, yes. Fine. This is the this is the slow tempo song where we take a rest and they do that for 15 seconds and then they do very fast double bass at you. Uh-huh. Just kidding. We're uh, back. Next up, we have Great Lakes slash Great Escapes. Um, and to me, this is the first song that has the the, the patented Eddie Big chorus. Uh-huh. And in the end, we'll burn in history. I'll take a chance and follow off tonight. It's good to me. <laughs> Um, you can tell the second verse is a is a Chris verse because he says, "I used to paint myself with sentiment, but all my all colors my colors turned gray." I love I love Blink One Eighty Two, like the, and catching all the spiders. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit of that on this one. Looking for a savior. Um, see the diff. This is different pop punk. Because at, mm-hmm. at, in this song, they say, tonight I've got the city on my side. So it's about liking where you're from. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to, it's like Sonic the Hedgehog Adventure 2 Battle. How is this one like Sonic the Hedgehog Adventure Well, 2 I Battle? thought you were going for an escape for the city sort of. Oh, thing. okay. No, that's that's most other pop punk. This one is like, they're from Chicago. And you can tell because the Chicago flag. Yeah. Like, to be fair, the flag is cool. 
It's very cool. I loved being in Chicago, and every time I saw the flag, I thought somebody was just a CM Punk fan. A CM Punk fan, or or, or now a Lawrence Arms fan. Yeah. Next time you're there. Literally, when I saw the album cover, I was like, oh, cool, Phil. It's nice. sick, I know that. Um, this album really is just about sort of sitting down by yourself, huh? Yeah, but with this one, it's about, so if we were to make, if we were to turn this into a concept album, which I don't think it is. But um, in this one, it's like, well, th- in the past few songs, it's like, well, th- things have been bad. But on this one, it starts to be like, hey, things have been bad. But that's all like that's in the past. Uh-huh. Like I can't, can't sit here just waiting for another day to die. You know, like I'm going to do something fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave go my house. Yeah, I could fall in love with her tonight. Huh. I suppose. I'm thinking I suppose I'm going to be the rat and go out in my car and meet the, the woman. The- the magic rat. The magic rat. <laughs> there was, uh, there's, there, God, I wish I understood basic color theory, because this is the second song out of three that they're just talking about how the avenue is gray. I I feel like gray symbolizes sadness. God, I wish I could, could know for sure when he says, but all my colors always turn to gray. I wish I knew what that meant. I mean, you know, we can't know totally for sure. Yeah, color theory side of fun point. Please help. If Kim was here right now, I'm sure she'd be able to help us out. Uh-huh. Um, she'd hate everything else, but we could use her expertise yeah. for this one. I did, actually, I for a second, because I saw um, that the song is partially called Great Escape. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to look up to see if they plagiarized Boys Like Girls, The Great Escape. But actually, uh-huh. this came out a year before. The, the, it did. Throw it you know that one mm-hmm. i'm familiar with that one. yeah you fucking love it you're gonna put it on <laughs> slap city this week you fucking love it i'm not gonna put it on slap city but well <laughs> you could put the one the take me away uh to fucking sweeter days or whatever the sweet escape anyway oh, yeah. anyways boys like girls uh plagiarized lawrence arms not the other lawrence way. arms we know it um next up we have recovering the opposable thumb mm-hmm. davo's voice this song fucking rules, dude. <laughs> this is the one. This is the Gotta one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers yeah. Of course, yeah. Technically, um, I'm not a finger. This one is about. Um, this one's about society. Yeah. This is. This is. Um, what's the singer's name? Fucking Brendan. Br- Brendan. This Brendan's trick because at the beginning he it's like a it's we get a little acoustic asking mm-hmm. if the rumors are true. Can we recover from this? But yep. then just, like, my first note is like, ah, acoustic time. Mm-hmm. And then it goes right well, into the fucking know... jauntiest beat of all time. We know acoustic is life, but we, j- we just got a taste of it. Yeah. How does um, it go when he says, I've seen expressions in department I've stores? I've seen expressions in department stores. I smelled regression, wafted it up. Fashion! That's the one, okay. Celebration. Yeah. That was just one of my ask Eddie how it goes, because I remember really liking the beat. Uh-huh. I, I do... I really love the line, Toby Keith's horses and Toby Keith's I was going to ask, what the fuck is a Toby Keith horse? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a funny reference. I think it might be, like, because the song is Slipknot humans equal shit. Uh-huh. I think it's just <laughs> a dig at Toby Keith and it's him being bad music. Yeah, I was really, like, I, t- I googled Toby Keith horse and I really thought I'd find, like... Like, I found out in the la- since the last episode about the Dave Matthews band poop incident. Have you heard about the poop boat? I know I'm familiar with the poop boat. It wasn't it like wasn't it a like comedic amount like 800? It was like 800 pounds of. There was some people going through the fucking Chicago River or something, and the Dave Matthews Band tour bus decided to drop 800 pounds of doo doo on them for some reason, and they got in trouble, and he got put on probation. And where did that? You remember where that doo doo fell? Boat Chicago, Chicago baby. Yeah, (laughs) home of the Larry Arms. Yeah. And that's how I feel every time I listen to the Dave Matthews Band. Am I right? Yeah, I've never listened to them before. <laughs> but I've, I've been told to make fun of them. I only know Crash Into Me. Yeah. I know they have um, the Ant song. Anyways, let's get back to uh, Counting on Our Fingers tonight. So, hey, at one part, with the, this is the fucking slop line, and we're scratching with our hooves. Uh-huh. You know, it might think, like, people are, like, pig animals. Yeah, people are animal farm book. Exactly, that's where I'm going with it. Could yeah. be Animal Farm book, not mm-hmm. just you know, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, we're not so different, you know. Yeah, damn, bro, we are all 
totalitarian Orwell. We are problem. all Orwell. Are you having problem with it? Um, the pigs have hooves. I don't know. I would. I, they, they don't have. They don't have fingers. That's true. Okay, yeah, I, I have found out that they do have them. See, that's the difference. Do you get it? That's the difference between us and the animals. Is that we have fingers. Count right. on, I'm recovering the opposable thumb. Okay. Lawrence arms become human. Mm. Um, on a previous, ep- the previous Coheed and Cambria episode, remember how I mentioned that um, in, in Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth, there's a one part of the song where everyone just kind of decided as a group, this is where we all go apeshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's this song for the Lawrence Arms because they're like, can we recover, recover, recover? And it goes on like that. And then we get to the like, we cover our heads and we run for like a dear mother. At the dear mother, everyone goes fucking wild. That's pretty good. That's it's, where it, it, it does goes. suddenly become the Mars Volta. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's suddenly like, just kidding, the song's about a big war. Uh, Yeah, they talk talking about guns. Trippia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about many things. <laughs> contains multitudes. See, and then you can fit a lot in two minutes. And then it ends with recover as one, like come together as people. Like the Beatles. Like, like the Beatles said. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Beyond the Embarrassing Style. Up, 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 up. Embarrassing Style. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, so this this is, if you can believe it, this is one of the slower songs on the album. Yeah. Uh, just a, a little break before we get in, into the best Lawrence Arms song, if you ask me. Uh-huh. Um, this one seems about how like it's wrong to be pretty or something. Um, so the 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 main the crux of this one is just keep on betting on that horse you love, which I be- I believe just one man's opinion. I've read Animal Farm and I think I know a little Farm, bit about what a horse does. So I, yeah, I think it's about just kind of like y- you know the the definition of insanity, mm. you know, doing the same thing over and over. I think that the horse could serve as an allegory for the Russian working class who helped to oust Tsar Nicholas and establish the Soviet Union, but were eventually betrayed by the Stalinists. Very good. A minus. Thanks. (laughs) Um, This is like one of my, it's, it's a pretty good song, but it's one of my like least favorite on the album. No, no bad ones on here. If you ask me, it's one of my favorite titles. Actually, the next song has a great title also. Yeah, I really just want to talk about that one. Yeah, let's let's get to it. Uh, Next up we have Are You There, Margaret? It's Me, God. Judy Bloom is fucking shaking. Um, This, so this is the, like, at every, well, of of recent vintage. They, the Lord's Arms tour for, like, three months at a time and then don't tour for, like, four years. Very cool. But on the last few tours, this is always, like, the last song. Okay. Because it's the crowd pleaser. Because it's about getting very horny about a sexy lady and then breaking up and being sad. Yes. As as most songs written by men are. Yeah. Hope she hears the song, bro. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is the most obvious, like, br- like Brendan and Chris song. Because they, they, like, trade off on the vocals. They both you say know? aeroplane. They, and then in the chorus, they both yell it. Kind of uh, reminding me of another aeroplane. That might be a... Uh, Somewhere over the sea, you know. Oh, I see. I thought you were gonna say the Red Hot Chili Pepper song "Aeroplane." I what album is that on? It's on the one with Dave Navarro. Okay, so it just got a little bit better. Yeah, and it's um, it's about um, drugs. He okay. likes. Anthony says, "I like pleasure spiked with pain, and music is my aeroplane." All right, and then he kind of scats for a while. We could talk about Nutramilk Hotel instead. Which, which, uh, sorry. To talk about Red Hot Chili Peppers, but which is the song we always make fun of that he just starts going like Rudy Toot Toot a Bizza Bing Bang? That's Soul to Squeeze. Okay. <laughs> That's the one where Chris Farley's in the music video in one of his oh. last roles. Oh, great. And Anthony Kita stands in front of him and goes, Ting a Tang Dong Boom. You know? Aeroplane, aeroplane, don't leave without me. Um, I distinctly remember. So. For this song, it's like one guy says one line and the other one says the other. And then they switch for the second verse and then they both yell the chorus. And I just like that structure. I just think it's cool. I just personally, I think it's neat. It's dueling pianos. Me holding up two grown men. 
I just think they're neat. <laughs> I just think they're neat. What's the fucking epic Joker shit they say in this song? Um. Oh, found uh, it. Really? What? She it's told me to go to hell, but I've already been there. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's the song. Me, well, let me tell you, beautiful, I've been there. Yeah. Destruction, sorrow, fear, regret. I heard the devil call me by my name. Callback. Remember? Oh. To the first song. Bold move putting a callback in track six. In track six? Yeah. Just just making sure you're paying attention. Yeah. Uh, This is, yeah, this song is like my go-to when I'm like, I want to hear Lawrence Arms. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. this one in. Yeah, this is the one where, like, again, I couldn't have told you 20 minutes ago which one has Aeroplane on it, but that's one of the ones that I would want to go back and listen. Mm-hmm. The the um the one criticism of punk that I'll allow, yeah, is that most of the songs are hard to distinguish because it's just like guitars and drums and guys yelling, right? So it, it, yeah, it's just listening to this a hundred times, kind of say, oh, that's that's the one I know, right? Yeah. Um, I think this is a good point to check in at the with the Patreon. Yeah. Uh patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. If you'd like, you can donate to us there. At a dollar a month, you'll get access to all our bonus podcast, Words and Deeds, which is about Metal Gear, just went up a few days ago. Me and mm-hmm. Brooks do that one. And also there's Carry Me Home, new episode coming up this week of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So pretty good. Looking forward to, looking forward to that one. Yeah. It better be good, man. It better I still just, be good. I know. I think I feel like I talk about this every week. I was just thinking about fucking Dumb and Dumber Two yesterday, and just mm-hmm. how excited I am for y'all to. Well, you have the CD it. DVD of it. Yeah, it is in my home. It's just sort of uh-huh. always there. <laughs> uh, at five dollars a month, you'll get a shout out in episodes. Which, if you, I think we just started this on the last episode of five grams of iron yeah, which yeah. Is about full metal alchemist and you can listen to that on your yaddy yaddy boys feed but we're, we're changing the shout outs to the end of the episode to all people at five dollars and above but if you have you a message it. if you have a message for us to read you can still send that in to the email of the show you want it to be on so it would be either funpointcast at gmail.com or i guess yaddy yaddy boys at gmail.com yeah that works send it there and we'll read it for you and at $10 a month, you'll get all that plus special user status in Discord, and we'll create a wrestler for you in PGOT Championship Wrestling for Fire Pro Streams. It's mm. good shit. Um, I guess that's it. That's all, that's it. That's all of it for now. Uh, should we go to Jumping the Shark? I'm with all of my teachers! I'm with all of my friends! Song beats ass. This, like... This song, you're you have to be in like a, a convertible from the 1970s doing fucking donuts at uh-huh. like the bowling alley parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ta-da, ta-da. It's, yeah, it's this really was me good. Uh, killing Kamoshida in Persona Five. Hmm. Uh, I like on the genius page. Hey, here's the reference. If you don't get it, thank you. Uh, it's it's Fonsi jumping the shark. Oh, it's an idiom. And, and hey, this this was placed halfway through the album. I like that. <laughs> halfway through, <laughs> you're like, okay, we're just doing fucking whatever now. Uh-huh. This is where um, I I wanted to like start getting smug and be like, ah, oh, another uh, slow country start into a loud, fast chorus, Lawrence. But then they mm-hmm. trick me every time and they get me and I like it. And so I can't even be smug about it. That's That's how they get you. Yeah. They, you think you know what they're going to do? It's, you know, people are still writing sonnets, even though they're the same structure. It's people mm-hmm. still like them. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm beginning. To, uh, the greatest story ever told is a concept album, but this one I'm beginning to think might be because again, it's the whole like the old times are never that great, but that's it's it's the past. Now we're now we're going to do good shit. Yeah, it used to be bad, but fuck it. It was bad because we were at Warp Tour, and now it's good. Don't worry about it. I fought with all of my team. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I I had a fist fight with every single one of my teachers. <laughs> and now, yeah, now now I've learned the error of my ways, and I will not do that anymore. Yeah, but you know, you can't. You why waste time regretting fist fighting mm-hmm. all of your teachers? We got the whole city. Or uh, another fun, uh, like org core 
uh, element is that the songs are usually designed to have like a bunch of dudes pile up and like raise your fists and yell the lyrics if you couldn't tell yeah <laughs> that's kind of the <laughs> the vibe yeah yeah this is a very like crab walk stomp sort of song mm-hmm. very and i am steady, doing it right now. steady like pounding bass drum mm-hmm. um it's good lose your illusion one do you fucking get it uh this this see this works on hey remember the the low culture and the high culture uh use your illusion is a guns and roses album yeah which everybody in every culture enjoys everyone enjoys it but then we also get uh, a reference to our good good author friend in here Mm. the famous author whose most famous uh, contribution is a picture of a butthole famous butthole (laughs) famous butthole uh-huh I loved going to the Kurt Vonnegut Museum and being like, can I see the butthole? And they said, absolutely, look all around you. Just uh, open your eyes. Yeah. Uh, this, this, if if you couldn't tell, is a mainly a Chris song. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's if it starts with, I'm sober like a Sunday morning mass. But do you fucking get it, though? Because it's like sober, but you're fucking drinking wine at mass. Think about it. I'm really starting to think about Liars it. Liars are lying to themselves. That's what Chris said, and he means it. It's about it's about God. Um, Many songs let, are about God. Don't let um, Family Force Five hear this one. <laughs> Fucking this one's about God and Chris and how it's good when nobody care you because you care nobody. Damn. Uh, so yeah. it goes. The road. Hey, the road is long tonight. Maybe we'll be somewhere by morning. Think about it. There are two roads less traveled. Uh-huh. And I inside to you, you have arms. two roads. It's and both of them are not whichever checked. one you let win. Yeah. But it, it's it's actually about the other one. Damn. Two roads can one can only tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. The other tells only lies. And, that was a and, and also great episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! when they did yeah. that. And also Kilgore Trout is there for some Kilgore reason. Trout is there from Kurt Vonnegut's famous novels. Is that he's in a lot of them, right? Yeah, he's like, like he's I, the most I, recurring character. I feel like I've read three of them. I think I've read Slaughterhouse Five, Breakfast of Champions, and like one more that I can't think of right now. Yeah, it's like how in Fire and Blood, how you know, like mm-hmm. when George writes Mushroom, the the funny man who uh-huh. like, writes about titties and boobs and butts. Uh huh. And he's like, this guy's crude. That's sort of what Carvana gets doing with Kilgore Trout. Okay, so he's, he's like, this a- is like a the weird a weird pervert author of sci-fi what a fucking weirdo Mm, what am i doing with this one think about it (laughs) uh let's see requiem revisited hey you you know a requiem i you know i saw the title and i said oh yes another uh is that a motherfucking jojo reference meme i said (laughs) yep sick jojo sick this damn they read the manga this is 2006 this song whips ass dude this is the most like moshing out of a fridge song on the album. That makes complete sense to me. Besides being red with the messy killing. It oh, starts with a whisper. It gets loud. It has our first. It took nine songs for us to. I believe you know you know every beat of the song, but I believe this is the first uh, punk woo that we get. Yeah, like the first it, true woos. They they wanted to lure you in. Yeah, and then and then they hit you with it on track nine. They basically uh, say "Good Eye Sniper" again. They do say "Good Eye Sniper." Good eye, dead man. You hit your mark again. Oh, shit. And here's the final reason why I knew that you liked this song. Mm-hmm. They say "Bones Funny." And finally, rest my weary bones. They they say it weird and funny. <laughs> Syncopations on it. Syncopations <laughs> on these weird. I am imagining a very funny, like cartoon skeleton. Oh like, yeah, spooky, scary skeleton styles. Yeah, I think you should leave "Funny Bone Money" song. <laughs> um, I can't. What's the fucking Cormac McCarthy shit on the road? Is that no? Is it on the road? Uh, no. Blood, Blood Meridian. 
Blood Meridian. I think this is a reference to it because they. I feel like they re- they reference Blood Meridian a lot. They think that's a really good book. It's a way cooler title than On the Road. Oh, that was fucking Kerouac. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck Kerouac. I I, so I stand one late. author and that's it. Give me a give me a book where there's no punctuation in it, Ooh. and make it about the West. And then I think about it when the when the bad man dances naked. Sorry for spoiling Blood Meridian. That's okay. Yeah. Um, it, this song's so sick. It's like two minutes, and then you you fling your fists around, and then you get the key to the city. Yeah. Which is the next track? You've seen the you've seen these folks live, yeah. Yes, I have. When do you go to the bathroom? Like, oh, you don't. You go before they're on. I guess if they, they all their songs are short, I guess like yeah, because they they play like twenty three songs, but that's like a half hour set. So right, <laughs> perfect. Uh, uh, this one's about getting the key to the city. Gimme, 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 They know how to write a chorus. Gimme, gimme, and so on. It is. Um, and I know what I got, and I love what I know. You know. Hmm. I feel like this this one is just like shit from all the previous songs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Put up in a blender, and then you say, "Give me my key to the city." Yeah, because <laughs> so, yeah, they start, and it's about how like we were sitting down on the street with our with our beers and weed, and we uh-huh. had, we smoked this the weed cigarette, and uh-huh. we looked up, which is one of the most like I've never sat on a curb and not felt like very deep and musical, you know? Uh huh. I do just like the image of the is, is they shoot us away, so we walk down a ways, and we did the same damn thing again. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, dude, I'm out of here. Yeah. Go around the block. It's <laughs> six feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, they do say bones again on this one. It's funny. They say bonds. Bonds. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I can't do it every time. I'm not gonna. I'm just say saying. Bones it it stood out. It stood out for me that like, like your favorite album of all time said bones funny. Yeah, but only like two times. Yeah. Um, and now uh, every time you hear the, hear the word bones for the rest of your life, you'll think of me. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, love it. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Justin. Yeah, you um, did. What, so my last note for this one says, help, help me with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the breakdown sounds like Flea across the recording studio in The Simpsons. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, I know we've talked in the past about how when the the famous Peppers band was on the uh, was on the Simpsons, mm-hmm. Flea recorded his line by yelling across the recording studio. Mm-hmm. Does like the breakdown sound like it's from very far away or something? I did remember. I okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that is yeah okay yeah they they go into another room to do the the breakdown and then they they do, they do the funny are you people vampires <laughs> exactly that's uh-huh. definitely also where we talked about if i ever vampires. end up in a music studio that's going to be on my album of me just yelling something <laughs> from the next room over and hoping it picks up on the mic uh-huh. um let's see next up we got old dogs never die um i always like it's this this song i feel like next to like it's one of the lower tier ones but i feel like that's because it's right before like a record player Uh uh-huh yeah yeah, which is really fucking good (laughs) so yeah the only thing i remember about this song is that he calls himself a piece of shit that's the only thing that i can immediately recall and tonight my heart is reaching for the sky so uh, um, and again, it's just like this one again. It's like so we went through everything is bad, and I'm not doing anything. Right. And then right. we went to everything is bad, so I'm gonna do something. And now, just hey, all those regrets they aren't worth your time. Leave them all behind. Damn. And it it ends with like a, <laughs> which is like okay. Get Rick Ross on the track. Rick Ross. Let's see if we can get him in the studio for this one. It'd be pretty good. Um, it's fine. I don't have that much to say about it. Yeah, same. It, but like a record player is so good. I wonder. So, uh, not last song. Technically, last song. Yeah, right. album, Like a record player. I wonder how many Larry heads have the Lawrence Arms logo, which is like the hourgl- hourglass with the wings, right? 
end a line from this song like tattooed somewhere oh it's gotta be most of them this is they fucking said let's write a good song to end an album or our concerts concerts with Mm -hmm. because it's about leaving so (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty good like a record player i keep going around with the needle in my arm do you fucking get it do you fucking get it do you fucking get it though I th- I'm thinking I it's get like it. um, the needle you play music with it, but it's also like a needle of drug. It also it, it spin, the record player like spins like going through the same thing. And you spin my head right round, baby, right round. Uh, sitting up for hours, with my best friends. It's about being in a band, but also you don't need a doctor because you already give yourself shots like alcohol. Like alcohol, do you get it? About it. Uh, my favorite single moment. It, it's like in the last one that ends ends with it. There's one part where he's like, because there's trouble on the way. <laughs> you best believe. <laughs> I just want more ad-libs in non-hip-hop Yeah, we're very songs. pro ad-libs on this, yes. on this pod. Um, but, it, it, like, you have to, like, it, you couldn't do there's trouble on the way. Skirt! You best believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess not. I don't think I'm ever going home. Ah. It's, it's a it's a really good way to to technically end the yeah, album. Yeah, if you were going to end an album for real, that might be the song. If you didn't uh-huh. have a trick up your sleeve. A, a Joker's trick. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything to add before we get to your favorite song? Yeah, it's a good song. I don't have anything else to add. It's a good song. Um, last, last song we're going to talk about, as we mentioned before, it's like a bonus track. Uh... And you can tell, are you on the Genius page for it? Oh, yeah. Let's look at all these annotations. Oh, that's also part of why I liked it. Um, this song is Warped Summer Extravaganza, parentheses, Major Excellent. They, the Lawrence Arms have a really fucking funny, hold on, they have a song title that's making fun of Coheed and Cambria. Oh, pretty and like good. Rock. Let me get the, I can never remember it, but it's, okay, so it's... <laughs> Okay, it's on there, like, they, it was a B, it was like a, either on like a split or B-side or something, mm-hmm. and then they put out an album that's like a collection of those. Yeah. <laughs> so this track is called, and it's one of Brendan Kelly's favorite songs, he said. <laughs> it's called Necrotism, colon, Decanting the Insalubrious, parentheses, Cyborg Midnight, part seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's my favorite NXT theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So yeah, this song's about how Warped Tour sucks. Yeah. Have you been? I have. Did you um, like it? Not really. Did you like your $30 bottled water? And my nacho woes? No, I didn't. <laughs> and this this is like a cowboy, like, yeehaw. It's like a, a laid-back country tune. I reckon I'm gonna go down to the main stage and watch Hawthorne Heights. Talk to Hawthorne down. I think uh, I'll make a reference to Yellow Cards. Ocean Avenue. Yeah, we're gonna rock down down too to Ocean Avenue, and then I'll take you higher. I fucking uh, so the, the song's about how uh, Warp Tour is bad. Yeah. Um, and I think it was because like what they said. So they the Brandon Kelly is known for just like being one of those guys who just says shit on stage, but he's actually like funny. So I'll uh-huh. allow it. And I think their criticism was kind of like. Hey, like uh, Warp Tour is cool, but like, don't forget to support the bands you like when they do other tours during the year, you know. Like, and Warp Teeth was like, "You motherfucker, I'm going yeah. to destroy you." And also, like, like you you mentioned it, you you like said that you felt that they had a lot of like punk cred, yeah. Which okay to shit on Warp Tour because it's closed, it's it's done. You can it's like you can not like like a traditional punk type it's like very like if you were signed to fucking victory records you were on yeah Warped tour you know um i i just do love <laughs> the fucking lines so beautiful that i drowned in the waves of the haircuts spin kicks and jumps it's fucking listen i'm listen i'm on team brendan on this one uh-huh fucking spin kicks and jumps are very cool <laughs> I would never do one at Warp a Warp Tour, but if I see one, I I'm happy about it. Uh, this time you've turned into your own enemy, not sellouts, but dictating economies. Oh, mm-hmm. damn! How do you how do you feel about them potentially uh, 
doing a little dig at AFI. Um, because the, the I, fire. I think, see, I think isn't AFI also from Chicago? I don't know. I, I thought you were the like, big AFI like, head. I feel like no, they're from California. I feel like they're cool with AFI. Yeah. Do you think they're know. cool with Hawthorne Heights and Ocean Avenue? I don't think they are, but I know know for sure they are cool with Alkaline Trio. Okay, well, I guess I've never heard say, saying sorry because it's a pretty good song. It's pretty. Good. It's on Slop City. Um, I don't know about you, but when I say "fuck the man," it's what I believe. Kind of an an anarchist aesthetic on this no, one. No matter who that man happens to be, motherfucker, <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> and yeah, I like this because it's it's it's. Like we, I, at least me particularly, I had a lot of good, positive things to say about the My Chemical Romance album that we did. Mm. But the one of the things I took issue with was the like when they're like, "I wouldn't front the scene if you paid me," and it's mm. and it's like it kind of doesn't land as good as like when you're the, when you're the band that's fronting the scene versus the people who can't play Warp Tour anymore. Yeah, the band from Warp Tour for being for for, band for, 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 for 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 truth for beliefs yeah uh, for being mean to the thieves and their flip-flops and bro attitudes yeah um i do remember this specific line like but i'm outside these fences rolling fast down that hill i remember i must have been like 13 or 14 when i went to warp tour and they do set up huge like chain link fences around the whole perimeter <laughs> you were like damn brendan was right and i i think it was before I listened to the Lawrence Arms, but I even remember thinking then, like, this is kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's corporate to me. It, I'm beginning to think it might be corporate. I'm beginning to think that perhaps music should not have borders. Music without borders. Hmm. Music sans frontiers. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, you know. It's also Doctors, but it's also Metal Gear, so. Yeah. You'll learn that later. Uh See, they trick you one last time because it's like uh, uh, I'm rolling down that here. It's like <laughs> they get like two minutes and like thirty eight seconds of country, and then two seconds of like. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get your shit in. Get your shit in at the end. Oh, uh, Kevin is the guy's name. I've been saying Keith the whole episode. Kevin is the warp tour guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. this Kevin or that this one. Kevin or that one, of course. Uh huh. Um, that's the Lord's Arms. So Calcutta. I really like it. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, what's next? Oh, do we do Slap City or do we do We do Slap City. Um, okay, let me get to the Lawrence. Who goes first, first of all? It's everyone's favorite segment mm-hmm. where I scroll down and see um what the fuck I, is the majestic. I go, what is the majestic <laughs> Okay. Um Okay. I'm gonna pick a Lawrence Armstrong. Mm-hmm. This was this was very difficult for me because there's a lot of Lawrence Arm songs that I like, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um I think I'm gonna go with Alert the Audience on this one. Is that from A Feast for Crows? It is from A Feast for Crows. Um and it's it's a it's two minutes long. <laughs> it, uh, As is tradition. And it's it's a Brendan song. Mm-hmm. Um and the it has a really cool fun like pop punk bass catchy bass line okay and just the i it's just a basically a bunch of words but the way he said so the the first verse starts passive aggressive confessing repressive structurally uncertain transparent transgressive okay so that's like that's that's like the shit that you like with guitars but it's somebody's voice yeah, and it's like passive aggressive, compressive, repressive. <laughs> it's really good. Very good. Um, oh, there's a genius annotation for this from the liner notes. This is Brendan Kelly. When I was in fifth grade, I was evaluated by a guidance counselor who used every single one of these words in his evaluation. Or maybe I'm just making shit up. <laughs> maybe I just wanted to write one two step Missy Elliott, but punk. Maybe. Maybe I just wanted music to make me lose control. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's mine. Alert the audience. It's really okay. very good, fun, and good. Um, so I am not going to put Guns and Roses on Slap City yet. Oh, you're not going to you're not going to hit us with November Rain because I went and I looked at all of the Use Your Illusion songs and all the other stuff, and you've all been, their songs are at least six minutes long. You've been just... dancing with Mr. Brownstone. I've <laughs> been dancing with Mr. Brownstone, so I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. Um, 
I think I'm going to go with the band that I was just talking about, if you don't mind. I think I'm going to put an AFI song on there for the punk cred. Okay. I like where this is going. And I'm going to go, because I, I don't know if you're going if you were planning on doing one in the future, so I went off the All Hallows EP. Okay. Because that one's really short, and we probably wouldn't do an album, uh, episode on that. I'm going to do The Boy Who Destroyed the World from the Tony Hawk 3 soundtrack. Okay, perfect. Was it was I, a boy who had a vibrant glow? You know, it's good. Uh huh. Yeah, I I knew. So I was wondering where you were going because I was like, "You're not going to pick Miss Murder," but I was like, mm-hmm. "Where's Brooks going with this one?" Um. Okay, let me put that on. Thank you. You got it. Uh, come on, I have the playlist. Give me this shit. All right. Um, I'm gonna check the email. I don't know <laughs> how many power <laughs> fans listen to the Lawrence Arms to have. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that good typing in. And let's see. Go to Gmail. Yeah, no one wanted to talk to me about the Lawrence Arms. That's all right. I did. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> see, that, that, that's the goal. I, I'm trying to trying to get... I mean, they their songs have, like... if you're To me, if you're over, like, a million listens on your tracks, like, you're popular to me. Yeah. Like, that's the... Like, yeah, their most played track on Spotify is 3 million plays or whatever. So that's yeah. that's a popular band to me. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like our our uh, fan base doesn't skew towards this, like, type of punk. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to it and you Yet. like it, please, please <laughs> validate me and let me know it was good. Yeah. Please water our boy. All right. Uh, here's Here's where I get, I start to sweat. Uh-huh. Listen, what, what do you got for me? You were you you were very well behaved last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so instead of instead of going down, I'm going to do a little. So you're you're, you're going to give me a like and place a treat into my. Mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm going to give you a treat. Um, this podcast is whatever we want it to be, so I'm 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 fudging the rules a little bit, but I, okay. So here's what here's the one we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the fourth studio album. Okay. By a Canadian singer. Okay. It was released in 2019. Ooh. Okay. Maybe our most contemporary album yet. I feel like anything that was released in the past two years, like, if you played the song, I'd know it, but I wouldn't know who it's by. Uh-huh. So. You've um, already heard this album. Oh, okay. How many mm. Canadian singers do you listen to? Canadian singers re- released 2019? Yes. Huh. I mean, there's only one I can think of off the yeah. top of my head. Hit me. And, um, it, I bel- I'm thinking Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, that's the one. We're going to do Dedicated. Yeah! <laughs> and here's here's why. Because I we've talked about the robot voice, and I want you in my room. I want you in my room. But, like, I'm and I've listened to it, but... The one pitfall of doing this show is that I don't have a lot of time to sit down with albums that I really want to sit down with. Okay. So I'm giving myself, and by extension you, two weeks to to go back to Dedicated. Okay. And deliver some takes. Great. Because I feel like, I, we were talking about My Beautiful Dark Toasted Fantasy, I feel like Emotion is another one that we can just sort of like, whenever we need a treat, you know, you can just kind of go back. I feel like our, our milestone episodes have to be Emotion or... My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Uh huh. So I, and also I just feel like you know like what else do I have to say at this point about emotion? But you know I, yeah. I haven't heard a lot of dedicated discourse. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was everyone was like oh shit it's out and then that was kind of it. Yeah. But that was because we moved on to listen to fucking uh, Devo or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta listen to Pavement. I'm sorry, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, right. it's, you know, I'm skewing the rules a little bit, but we've done, we did like a Streetlight Manifesto and we both knew all about that album. So. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm excited. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the school year starting, you know, why not, why not have a, have a life after, mm-hmm. uh, after that Christian crunk core experience? Uh, yeah. Gotta have balance. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you in two weeks when we discuss, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen Dedicated. Uh, you can listen, so, on a Patreon, if you want to donate, uh, next Carry Me Home coming out later this week. And when, on the weeks that Fun Point doesn't come out, tune into your Yada Yada Boys feed to hear us talk about Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. It's a good show.
I do like how everybody in the the chat that has spoilers tagged when they're all like, ah, oh, Brooks and Eddie are going to have a really good time talking about these next this next batch of episodes. Uh-huh. Wait, next couple. Uh, it's probably woo. nothing. It's yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a good shit. Is the war crime show fun? Yeah. We, we we pause uh war crimes for a second to get like humanity god crimes. Oh, cool. Just making yeah. another crab. Yep. <laughs> cool. Um before we go, um I just thought I didn't really have a spot to put this in, but I thought it was really funny and I f- feel like it's kind of um our brand. Yeah, sure. Uh you're not going to think of it is at the start, but just hear me out. So I was listening to a baseball podcast and on it, they're talking about how in one of the independent leagues, they're testing, like, robot umpires, like, that always call balls and strikes perfectly. Um, uh-huh. But how they do it is there's some, like, software where they pull, like, whoever's at bat, they pull that, like, player's information. So they know, like, okay, here's this player's strike zone. But, and which is different for each player because it's based on your height. So guys who are 5'11". Uh-huh have been putting in their height as six feet. (laughs) And then they have bigger strike zones. That's pretty good. For lying about their height, yeah. (laughs) That's such a good cosmic punishment. It is. You're struck out because the difference between 5'11 and six feet is a home run or a strikeout. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for fitting that in. Yeah, had to get it in. Uh, Give me some reggae. Semper funny. Oh, do we, we got to thank our folks, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. I almost forgot. Thank you for thank you for keeping me on task. Yeah, we got it. Just for that, I'll read it again this week. Okay. Uh, thank you to all of our uh, five dollar and up tier patrons. <clears throat> let me let me take a sip today. I'm drinking a kiwi strawberry turkey hill beverage today. Let oh, yeah? me get a sip of that. Let me just while you're doing that, I'll just. Get my mm. lime Publix organic Greenwise beverage. Oh, saving it for the end. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I just kind of forgot about it for the last hour. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Thank you to our patrons: Caroline Savage, Jurgenit, Lauren LeBlanc, Chris- Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, Andy Clare. Heck, heck, please tell me again how to say it. <laughs> Weed Lord Vegeta, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, Valerie W, Maximilian Rower, Ziva. Anna Exby, Dan Sullivan, Caroline Carter, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice, Faust Eldridge, Dr. B. Dandy, Kay Darling, Nero Wyvern, Rel Yet, Skyla Otero, Burgermeister, Barrier Trio, parentheses, Bean, Bean, Magdalene Jen, Mogu, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destry Hawk, Sarah and Blair, <laughs> Oingo Zuma Kua Boingo, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, Matt Reveal, Ducky Aisha, Elliot Valentine, and Alex Shoup. You know? Uh-huh. Thank you all so much. That's fucking incredible, and I never thought there would be that many names. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do a lot of albums. <laughs> I mean, we've done, like, what, ten of them? Yeah. Just about. <laughs> that, was, that was more than ten, though. Yeah, well, you know, it's a process. Yeah, it's music is always there for us. Endless content. It's yeah, free content. It's it's free content. By the time for us, we, for we us, by the, not for not for our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> by the by the time uh, everybody has everybody's first round has been completed, you're hearing it here first. The Winds of Winter will be out, so that's something to look forward to. I I feel like that's a safe bet that I'm willing to take you up on. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. The Winds of Winter will be out, and we'll have read it and we'll love it by the time we uh we finish round one of patron picks. You heard it here first, folks. At an in if at an uh, here hereby like undetermined time, the Winds of Winter will be released. Scoops. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Semper funny. Give me some reggae. Uh, want you in my room. Want you in my room. Uh, when I'm squarting, then I'm squarting too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> Get more of this in two weeks. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>